I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. What are you doing here with Dorinda? Hey Brendan. I'm back. Welcome back. I'm sure the fans are happy to see you again, or hear you rather. You obviously missed a bunch going on, but luckily we're we have you here for some late-breaking news about Garcelle's new career moves. I could not believe it. Er, record scratch. So Brendan and I are inserting this into our regularly scheduled episode. Uh, in the time of COVID, it takes a little longer for me to like get everything ready to publish. Much like the Housewives editors, right? Yeah, I feel like I relate to them now. So we recorded Monday night. As you all know right now, uh, some news broke Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Now, I sent it to our one of our text groups, as well as posting it on our different uh, Come Through Queen social accounts. Mm-hmm. And I don't like. I was I was just out of the shower. I, I got a text related to something else, so I had my phone open, and I went over to Facebook, and it was the top story on my feed. And I have posted just now. Wow. You were early in. Yeah. So I... Um, like on TikTok, the commenters, when they're early, they always go, I can't believe I'm so early. I, I could not believe I was so early. And I, and I was standing there stunned in my towel for like 15 minutes. Wow. What a visual. What a visual. <laughs> Can, where were you when this news of Dorenda leaving New York housewives broke? Well, you sent it to like a group text and... I was like in the middle of prepping for my morning meeting, which happens at 930 every day. So I was actually like really annoyed. My phone kept on going off. Sure. Because I was like trying to like look at 
different things and like it, it was distracting so i didn't really get to deal until after i have a 9 30 then i have a 10 o'clock and then even then i like i don't feel like it's hit me the way it's hit you yet sure why don't i read her statement uh and then we kind of could just comment on it great so she posted what a journey this has been i have laughed and cried and tried to make it nice but all things must come to an end This was a great outlet for me to heal when my late husband, Richard, passed away. I've met so many interesting people and learned so much about myself, about life, and about women along the way. Thank you to Bravo and NBC for this incredible ride, and to my castmates for constant simulation and entertainment. I wish you all health, happiness, and success. Clip, Dorinda. Wow. The fact that she went with the one clip is really something. So what are your thoughts? Um, so I've just been so interested seeing all the reactions from other housewives, like Bethany posting two tributes, making people think Dorinda's dead, basically. And she doesn't even follow Dorinda, which is wild. I think someone pointed out in our Facebook community that Bethany, like, commented on that post by Dorinda within minutes. And she doesn't follow her. Do you think that Dorinda consulted Bethany when she was, when she knew she was getting fired? She told Bethany for some reason. Uh, I could see that actually. Because page six is basically confirming or page six is saying, I can't say they're confirming. They're saying that reports are that Dorinda was fired because there were focus groups and this season obviously hasn't been going great for her. Yeah. I mean, I think we all saw this coming. We were discussing earlier today, I think what we originally thought going into the end of the season, like Ramona would be the top of the chopping block, then uh, Dorinda with Leah definitely staying, Lou probably staying, and Sonia somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely thought Ramona, Dorinda, I, like for some reason I saw her having another season because she was like, Becoming closer with Leah and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that that gossip Instagram that a lot of people follow that I also followed, De Moi, D-E-U-X-M-O-I-S. I took Spanish in high school, so I can't I mean, speak to that. I would say that's French, yeah. Yeah, that that's my point. Um, but they're claiming that tomorrow Ramona will announce. Though, Ramona just after people noticed that she didn't have Roni in her profile she just added it yeah and word on the street was that she actually has not had it in her profile for the longest time people love to do this yeah it it was like a thing with like when questions around Tamara were happening it's always been like a thing and it's not reliable that the person is always going to have the hashtag whatever city they're in in their profile sure I know so when we when this episode goes up this could already be outdated news. I know. Oh, well. Uh, I mean, I think Dorinda will be fine in her life. Well, but yeah, I mean, she's got, she's got some money. Yeah, she's got money. But also, like, I, I feel like this response to her leaving feels like the biggest thing since Bethany leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Vicky and Tamara leaving, there was this big... Like hoopla, mm-hmm. like all the other housewives coming out and saying like "love you, legend," like icon, blah blah blah. I know she really did change the game in New York. 
she was ushered in with the return of Bethany, and everyone always talks about the return of Bethany, but also, like, what Dorinda brought to the show. I mean, she brought a yearly tradition that we always look forward to, Christmas or Halloween in the Berkshires. Yeah. What are we going to do without it? What are we going to do without Dorinda? Here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, like, this is a sign that they are serious about, like, revamping this particular city. Mm-hmm. Which, like, get serious. This New York had one bad year. Yeah. Get serious about revamping Beverly Hills, honey. We've yeah. been struggling. I mean, I think with, with, uh, with New York, it's not, it's not only that it had a bad season, or not a bad season, like a not iconic season, but also two other castmates that were should be on it left before filming day one and then mid-season. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, now's the time to build something new. Yeah, build that arc. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I think, um, obviously we're going to be talking about Dorinda for weeks to come through her final episode on the reunion, but I think we'll dip into our regularly recorded episode this week now. Bye. Yeah, I want to just jump right into this because uh, let's like, go. I, we got a text from Connor. I was about to walk into this blind in this episode, mm. but he texted us about this news. Well, I was already putting it in the document when he ruined it. I wanted yeah. it to be a surprise. Yeah. Okay. So this is from Variety.com. The Real adds Garcelle Bouvet as the newest co-host. Garcelle Bouvet has been named the newest co-host of The Real. Variety has learned exclusively. Bouvet is joining the syndicated talk show following the departure of Tamara Mowry Housley, who announced earlier this summer that she had decided to exit the show after six seasons. The seventh season of The Real kicks off on September 21st. The panel will feature Bouvet, Lonnie Love, Jenny Mai, and Adrian Houghton. I am thrilled to be joining the dynamic, bold, and diverse women on the award-winning talk show, The Real, Bouvet said. My love for pop culture and news, blended with my natural gift of gab, has always made me gravitate towards a talk show environment. It's also exciting that's happening right after my amazing time joining The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Bouvet has previously worked with the Foxons, co-hosting the syndicated entertainment show Hollywood Today Live in 2016. She is not the star to pull double duty on the Bravo franchise and a syndicated series on the Fox stations as Real Housewives of Atlanta's Portia Williams is part of Dish Nation. I feel like there's some interesting wordplay going on in this article. In what way? So the way that Garcelle's quote is worded. Yeah. Leaves it open or closed to whether or not she'll be returning to Beverly Hills. Yes. And then they had to bring up the point about Portia and Dish Nation, which is interesting. But like, who who brought that up? Variety? Variety brought that up, but Garcelle brought up... Her wording was so interesting because she says the word after, but she says after joining. She doesn't say just after Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so... Yeah. I don't know. Will she, will she stay or will she go? I mean, that's the big question. And I feel like no offense to Portia, but The Real is a much bigger show than Dish Nation. 
it's just like a bigger production. I mean, it's syndicated. It's on like network television. I think Dish Nation is like on a separate network. Hmm. Right. What What does your gut say about whether Garcelle will stay or go from Beverly Hills? I mean, the thing is, if she, it's like it's two sides of the coin. On one hand, she has this full time job of recording this show every day i mean it's like a live Mm -hmm. show i think right or maybe it's Mm -hmm. not um so on that hand it's like oh that's a lot of work to be doing beverly hills and this like you got to go use your vacation time from the reel to go film a trip with beverly hills Mm -hmm. etc but on the other side at least the show keeps her in one place versus acting jobs taking her here and there and here and there and the shows can be like mutually beneficial to each other. Whereas like, we'll be able to see her go behind the scenes at the reel. And then the reel could like use her for whatever Beverly Hills brings with her, you know? Yeah. I also would think that being on the other show raises her paycheck for one show. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Also, there's like an argument that like, maybe Garcelle wouldn't have necessarily gotten the gig had she not been like in the pop culture lexicon on um, Beverly Hills this year. But I mean, like she's had so many jobs this year. So that also is like probably not true either. Yeah. But I think for this type of job, once someone like a housewife, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, I mean like Tamar was one of the original co-hosts and she had the whole reality gig. Tamar did yeah. both at the same time. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't have the structure of, like, having to go on a trip together. I mean, I, I don't know if they go on trips on Rocks and Family Values, so I could be just talking right. out my ass. But, um, but, yeah. I'll be sad if she leaves. I was really wanting them to, like, build the show around, like, her and, like, Sutton and Dorit. Well, I think if she's leaving, Denise would definitely leave. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we'll reassess this at the end of the reunion, which is very soon. And then we get to watch because the reel is starting in a month. Wow. Are they going to be virtual? I, feel, I, can't, I can't even keep up with these shows. Like, are they also doing virtual? I know Jimmy Fallon's like in the studio. A lot of places are returning back to the studio. And like LA has been starting up production for other things, just like being really strict. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They could sit at a really big table. Yeah. But it's like, by that point, it's like, if you're working together, then that's part of your bubble. Sure. Sure. Even when like Joe and Kamala, I saw their interview with David Muir or whatever. Yeah. And the two of them were sitting so far apart. And I'm like, the gig is up. You're running mates sure. sit next to each other. This is on a related note. You were out last week. So we do need your take on the Sarah Haynes return. Oh, of course. I, uh, thank God. <laughs> had, she, had she acknowledged it yet? Like on her own channels? I've been kind of tuned out for the past week, so I don't really know. Okay. Cause so have I kind of, but I don't think she's acknowledged it necessarily. So like, it's just like a report, but like th- if she's coming back, thank God. Yeah. I mean, they also, definitely won't be in studio though. You don't think so? No, because Joy and Whoopi are older 
and they were like the first to leave and then megan's pregnant yeah and then so that would leave just sarah and sunny sitting at the table together which like could be fun but wow okay well we have some big music news (laughs) the biggest ever so luann delicep's new song viva la diva is the summer bop we've been waiting all quarantine for according to bravotv.com wow so summer may be winding down, but Luanne Delaseps has just released a track that might be the perfect late entry into the Song of the Summer debate. That's not possible. Like, the Song of the Summer has to be released by, like, Memorial Day. I'm sorry, Lou. I know. Um, well, that's not necessarily true. I, I, if you go back and look, it's usually the case. Okay, but what is the Song of the Summer right now? I guess it would be WAP, which was released a few minutes ago. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, but this obviously isn't going to overtake that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they should collab. <laughs> um, so, Luann worked with Grammy-winning producer Desmond Child on the bumping track. In addition to hitting the studio with the Countess, he previously worked with pretty much everyone from Katy Perry to Selena Gomez to Cher to Kiss to Bon Jovi and Leanne Rhymes, to name a few. By the way, actually, BravoTV.com says BTW. He's the man behind hits like Ricky Martin's Livin' La Vida Loca, The Cup of Life, and She Bangs, as well as Cisco's Thong Song. Um, It's worth noting that Ricky Martin was my very first solo concert in terms like it wasn't like a holiday jamboree or something. um, That is definitely worth noting. Yeah. Um, Luann teased the release of Viva La Diva in late 2019 at BravoCon. I was there. Of course, Luann is pro- is a prolific diva herself. Viva La Diva follows in the designer-clad footsteps of jams like Feelin' with Giovanni, Girl Code, Chic Say La Vie, and Money Can't Buy You Class. Quote, once a diva, always a diva. Loved working with you, Desmond, Luann wrote about her latest collaborator. Okay, so... <laughs> Where does this rank for you amongst her discography? Fourth. So what's worse? Feeling Giovanni. Yeah. You like this more than Giovanni. Yes. And I feel like Girl Code is like very underrated. Sure. Um, with a feature from Victoria Deliceps that's not credited. Yeah, an uncredited feature from <laughs> her own daughter. <laughs> uh I don't know, like, I, I agree with you that Feeling Giovanni and Viva La Diva are the two worst, but at least Feeling Giovanni has, like, a a bop to it. This is a little drowsy. True. I just kind of liked the music video. The music video definitely does make up for it. And it's better okay. than, like, the Feeling Giovanni music video had some ambition in terms of, like, having Rena and Cynthia there. But that one was, like, so boring for having those legends there. It didn't do enough with its resources. Yeah, exactly. Like, this does so much with Lou. Like, her mm-hmm. the, the intro of her in black and white, like, sauntering down the hallway. It you could have just been it was, that. You know what I thought it was a reference to, which is my psychotic brain? Um, the GUI music video with Gaga, uh, Vanderpump, and uh, Kyle walking down that hallway. It's just... Somewhere weird where my brain went, and it's not true at all, but it's in not, my brain. It's not similar at all. <laughs> I, it's, it's a housewife in a hallway in a music video, so I it's similar. I was thinking about Kyle and LVP in that video very recently, 
in terms of like, isn't that crazy that that happened? Number one. And mm-hmm. like now they don't even speak to each other. Well, it's crazy that entire thing because it's like, look at the cast. It's Joyce, Carlton, Yolanda, Kim, Kyle, and Vanderpump. Well, Carlton's not in there. Carlton's in there. Oh, no. Joyce is not in there. I'm sorry. I Is Joyce not in there? No, she's not. Joyce and one oh. other. Joyce and like Brandy are not in there. Oh, yeah. Because it was like the thing where I think we all were like, haha, Joyce didn't make the cut. Yeah. That wow. was truly a moment in time. And I would, and I always say I would love Gaga to go back into the Housewives well. Well, you wanted, what song did you want Dorinda rapping presents to as a music video? Oh my God. Like dancing in circles or something weird. From no, Joanne. like million reasons or like Joanne <laughs> or something. Or, oh God, I can't even remember. I, I had that vision, but I can't remember what. I what... think it was like a deeper track. I'm pretty sure. But it was a, it was a sad song though. It wasn't yeah. like a, it wasn't a peppy song. We'll get back to you. If you remember, we'll come back to later in the episode. Maybe we should move on to Housewives. Sure. Do you want to hit Beverly Hills first? Yeah. She, 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 she. So we're back from vacay. Yeah. As we thought we would be. And we're like, we're all gearing, we're all gearing up for one event and one event only the event of the season. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that Dorit has co-opted the event of the season from Teddy Joe. I know really from Kyle taking it. Cause Kyle wanted to do something at her house. Oh yeah. 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 Which would have been nice compared to the windowless room we got. You shut your <laughs> mouth. You and the Olive Garden have said enough. Oh yeah. What's the Olive Garden tweet about Dorit? The Olive Garden like, said something like just cause you speak Italian doesn't mean we're going to let you redecorate a room. Pretty good tweet from their social team, I will say. No, I'm boycotting Olive Garden. Not that I would go to begin yeah, with. Yeah, like, you're Italian. <laughs> yeah. You, so, wouldn't like, go to, you wouldn't go to Buca de Beppo if it wasn't a joke. I know, but now I want to live there. Okay. In the Capri room. I saw someone on Twitter, maybe, say, or someone in our Facebook group say that they should let Stephanie Holman do the room in the Buca de Beppo, Dallas. Ah, wow. No, Doreen needs to be like in charge of all the Buga de Pepper rooms. I feel like, I feel like Dorit could delegate to Stephanie Holman, and we we know that Stephanie Holman loves a list. Okay, yeah, give her like lemons. How many lemons do we need in there? Give her lemon from RuPaul's Drag Race Canada. Wow. Okay, so we're kind of gearing up for it. We got we have like a few scenes of people hanging out. I, in my brain, for some reason, I thought like, oh, are we not going to see Denise again until that, like, you're so angry moment with Rena? Mm-hmm. But we did get something with her and Garcelle. I think they kind of, like, I think Denise was reported missing from events for much longer than they're going to show her, if that makes sense. What do you mean? Like, I think that, like, in the press cycle, when we were, like, living it back then, when sure. it was going on... Denise was reported missing from like a lot of events for a long period of time. I think they're not going to show it uh-huh. show as long a period of time, if that makes sense. Oh, and probably also since this is a shortened season, mm-hmm. I wonder like how much is being cut. Well, next week's the finale. Yeah, exactly. So like Denise isn't 
missing an episode, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, we also had <laughs> Rena and Amelia Gray. What's your theory about this scene? I mean, I was thinking how it's a possibility that this was filmed either very late in production or even in the like in a post-COVID world. So based on what you think and what I've seen online is that Amelia Gray is wearing two different hats in that scene. Yeah. Both black hats with like a white writing, but the white writing is different. Sure. So if we're want to, if we want to be conspiracy theorists, I would believe that maybe they recently did pick up scenes and had her try to recreate the outfit and couldn't get it perfect. Mm, okay. 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 But then what I don't get, like, I don't get how this shit happens. Like, how do they not just choose between the two versus, like, cutting and pasting different parts from... It's just how it works. I mean, it happened in Vanderbump Rules with Ariana. I know, but, like, how are we... (laughs) How are we getting away with this? Well, they're not. Yeah. People have gotten too smart, which is why I also think that they're starting to, like, bring back production as far as like showing the, or bringing back the fourth wall as far as like showing more things because they can't get away with what they could once. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it in our New Jersey recap, but in that first episode, (laughs) Teresa and Jacqueline spying on Danielle and Danielle pretending that she doesn't see cameras filming Teresa and Jacqueline in the same restaurant. Exactly. It's like a lot to, Suspend, suspend belief for exactly and i feel like like people are bigger freaks than us in like the bravo community as far <laughs> oh, as yeah. like what people find sure sometimes i like to sit back and like turn on tiktok for a second i'll watch sure. it Sure. yeah yeah should we go to the capri room i think we should go to the capri room i mean there's a big hubbub like is denise coming is she not coming mm-hmm. and she's not coming she's not coming why would she go why would she go? Exactly. This room is sad. No. And to see, like, to know what the outside of the restaurant looks like, too, it's, like, bleak. Yeah. But compared to the rest of the interior. No, if bright. I'm walking into a space like that, what I'm looking for is red checkerboard, mm. one of those, like, like chef statues in the corner, and, like... Okay. Some paper placemats and crayons. Yeah. I mean, whether it's like beautiful or not, it's such a genius move on the part of the restaurant. Right. Nobody like, was talking about Buga de Beppo. No one was talking about Buga de Beppo, but also it's funny because I think our friend Cara Berry from the everyone's business, but mine podcast posted like mm-hmm. a series of images of like a ton of celebrities at Buga de Beppo. So like, clearly they have tried this angle of like bringing celebrities into Buka to get attention for a photo op. Yeah. And it has not worked until Dorit Kemsley came along. One of those people was Lisa Renna. And that's a photo that I've, we've interacted with. Yeah, we posted that in someday years ago, not knowing it was Buca de Beppo. Yeah, we, that photo has been around us. Same with um, 
Danielle Staub. Oh, Danielle Staub. She's wearing like those, you know, those like hair ties that girls used to wear in like third grade with like two solid balls on them. Mm -hmm. She's like a child. (laughs) She's wearing that, like eating spaghetti with two hands. That's fashion, baby. Yeah. But it took Dorit for like us to really digest the buka. I know. You know what I want to see next from a housewife? Um, Melissa Gorga making over a room in a sugar factory. You know those like awful restaurants that Melissa Gorga has dined at on the show. Sure, where like the kids just order sugar for an entree. Yeah, give Melissa Gorga a room at the sugar room. A room within a room. Yeah, yeah. The sugar. Oh, it's sugar factory or sugar room. <laughs> sugar factory is what it's called. Okay. For There's like reason, one in meat packing. Yeah, in my brain, I thought it was the sugar room for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all of Teddy's best friends are here, including Kim Richards and Brady Glanville. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I forgot, like, until they, they showed the flashback that Kim invited herself. Oh, yeah. Do you think Kim and Teddy have ever had a one-on-one conversation? No. And what would they talk about? Uh, I have no idea what they would talk about. Turtles and Vroom Vroom Shebang. Which is pretty much like on her list of approved topics. <laughs> but also what's strange is we have a, an acknowledgement that other people are here. Like real life people who are Teddy's friends outside of the show. Oh yeah, Teddy's friend, one of them, she had a really weird name. What was it? Did you catch it? No, 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 no. I want, keep on wanting to say Candela, but isn't that someone from Ladies of London? No idea. Mm, I miss that show. But like, it's interesting that Teddy wouldn't just have her fake baby shower for TV and then have a real one with her friends separately. Well, you gotta get the real friends. I mean, like, they they never see stars unless it's John Cougar and he never comes around, so. Yeah, or Meg. I don't think Meg ever has ever even met Teddy at this point. (gasps) Wow. Well, I mean, she won't at this point anymore. I know. No, Teddy has talked about like hanging out with him during the holidays. Interesting. I bet Teddy's favorite movie, and I, this would give Teddy taste. Oh, wow. I bet her favorite movie is You've Got Mail, which is a good movie. That does seem like a Teddy Joe movie. One day, me and Jamie walked around and tried to figure out what the 2020 version of You've Got Mail was, and we decided that it would take place on the dark web. Oh, I was, like, being more hopeful, like, one of those TikTok love stories. Well, no, because, like, the dark web is truly anonymous, where, like, TikTok (laughs) isn't. (laughs) Like, you need to stop promoting the dark web, because, like, (laughs) as we know, the dark web has, like, filtered into the brains of many Americans right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We could do a full episode about... QAnon and all that shit oh, and no, Gretchen no. Rossi. I'm like too scared, please. Uh, listen to um, You're Wrong About, the episode about Wayfair and get yeah. our thoughts. Or watch TikTok, The Pumpkin Boy. Oh my God, The do, Pumpkin Boy. Teddy, do you what's think the pumpkins Andy? will grow? I don't like that you make fun of his voice. I'm not making fun of it. I'm celebrating him. He's doing a service to his community. Okay, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, like, Search 
Google. <laughs> no, in TikTok, <laughs> in TikTok, there's a search. I think you could search like pumpkin patch and you'll find him. His name is Andy with an I. Um, yeah, Andy Aston. And he's, he, what he's doing, he's, he's walking around his community and planting pumpkins just wherever. Yeah. Because he wants the pumpkins to grow. But he sounds like, what is it? like kind of like a surfer dude, kind of like one of Quinn's friends in Daria. Yeah, and also like Mickey Mouse, a little bit of Mickey Mouse in there. I don't see the Mickey, but okay. I'll, I'll trust you. It's called Yes And. That's improv. <laughs> okay. So I have to say, besides her role as restaurateur, Dorit really embraced the role of like cross-examiner attorney Mm -hmm. during this sit down with Brandy and the gals. She should consider a change in career. She was asking all the right questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would expect this from Erica because she loves to talk about how like how much Tom has influenced her over the years, but instead it's Dorit, a, a woman of many talents. Mm-hmm. And that's where Brandy, I'm not even going to repeat it. It's like too much for me, but it was Brandy, very graphic. Yeah. Brandy's says a very explicit sexual act that was partaken in. She used the word suck at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like going back and watching each woman react, react to this. It's a lot of fun. I know, because, like, it's funny how much they talk about sex, but they don't really talk about sex in this way. Sure. Yeah. Especially, like, Kim. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, it seems like everyone is just kind of like, okay, Brandy, like, true. But, like, Dorit's the only one that's like, I don't know. It's not so much that she doesn't believe Brandy, but she wants to, like, give Denise some benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But after, nobody's like, defending Denise. Yeah, nobody's defending Denise. So, like, it's less in terms of, like, I agree with Dorit, and more in terms of, like, she's making more interesting television. Mm-hmm. By not right, because, like, everyone. Kyle and Teddy trotted Brandy in here to do her, like, Brandy explosive thing. Yeah. And, like, Denise is... Or sorry, Dorit is like countering that. Sure, yeah. In her room, in her Capri room. I mean, she she owns the room. If anybody um, does Photoshop and wants to take a picture of the Capri room and where every lemon is, add lemon from Drag Race Canada. That would be a nice niche Photoshop that I would retweet. Wow. Okay. But challenge accepted. <laughs> okay. You haven't watched yet. No. Yeah. I, no, but I, I plan on it. I think like a bunch of episodes are on YouTube now, actually. Oh, cool. It's good. It's worth it. It's different, but good. Yeah. Okay. Next week is the finale. Good. Because I think like Beverly Hills has outlived its welcome. Yeah. Beverly Hills, not a thrill. Yeah. But it started so strong. We were like, we were all so happy that day. It's actually also- difficult to think about how terrible things would soon become. It's been a better season than most of the recent ones, in sure. my opinion. I mean, it is benefiting from the fact that we are cutting it short. Like, could you imagine right. if we were going to like 22 episodes? I would jump out the window. Right. Yeah. Shall we head down to Mexico? 
Sure. Okay. I feel like we've been here for a while, and I'm not complaining. How many episodes have we been here? This might be the fourth episode, but like the first one was a half, I think, and this one's a half. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, I still don't have like my bearings in this house, you know? We're like, I don't know where the rooms are. I don't know what's happening. It's interesting. Because other vacation houses, I knew exactly where I was. That one house in like Turks and Caicos. Sure. I knew exactly where I was at all times. Yeah. I think we're like off-site a lot. Right. Yeah. But, we're, but at the same time, we're not off-site because we're like hanging out in Ramona and, and Sonia's room a lot. And we're like having Ramona Google stuff, which Ramona Googling stuff is like one of the most consistent parts of Roni for the past several years that we don't talk about. Sure. She's always learning. She's always learning. This time she's learning about anger management and she decides to send off a text in a group thread to Dorinda about how to identify anger management. And I will say it's important to note that this group thread consists of Lou, Dorinda, Ramona, and Sonia. Yes. Not Leah Mob. Exactly. The first thing is Luann, great person, great friend for thinking is an accident and running to the room to try to help fix it. (laughs) (sighs) But like, how is it an accident that she was like Googling and just copying and pasting the wrong place? Yeah. People do that all the time. Um, Have you ever done that? I hope not. Text to the wrong person. Uh, I feel like I did once, but it wasn't like a terrible thing. Mm -hmm. So I will say, not a fan of Dorinda this season, but the move that she pulls with pulling up every single oh my God. article where Ramona has snubbed another housewife from a different city <sighs> is brilliant. Yeah. In my opinion. When, when she said how you treated my friends, Margaret, Margaret Vicky, Giselle. Margaret, Vicky and Giselle. I like I had to like catch my breath for a minute because I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like you're not They're talking like, about your friends. You were talking about these celebrities. I know, I know. We got a full Margaret Josephs, I think Luann said it at one point. Oh, so that's I how I like kind of like knew where we were going. But like so good. I mean the Giselle was like the part that confirmed it for me, because like how many Giselles are there? Right. Did she say Dolores? No, it was Margaret, Vicky, and Giselle. I don't think Dolores is mentioned. Okay, because Dolores is another. I think I think Dorinda said she was holding a couple good ones, and Dolores was a good one. <laughs> She's like the best one. <laughs> no, because Dorinda came back into the room. She was like, "You see this? You see this? I've got like two more articles to send you that I'm holding." But like, also, what was surprising to me was I wasn't aware of like the Vicky Ramona. I thought they were like in an, an alliance together as like an OG. I think, no, you know what it was? And this came up during BravoCon where they like sussed it out. Sure. Ramona oh. told people that n- New York put the housewives on the map. Yeah, yeah. And Vicky I would was say that, that. Like, I wouldn't use that in my Dorinda arsenal. That's just like Ramona being well, a troll. Well, she was trying to work up to the real one, which Dolores was a big one. Yeah. Giselle's a really big one. Like, we reported on that one. The Margaret one, I don't think I remember. Either do I. Which is strange because like, 
Ramona and Mal Zia Melissa get on so well, and Zia and Margaret have a good relationship. Yeah. You would think, like, the transitive property, like, they would be good, but I guess not. I think that, like, Ramona has a weird brain, and she sees Zia Melissa as something that she wants to work. She wants to, like, suck the youth out of Zia Melissa, but mm -hmm. she, like, has no use for Margaret. Well, I think also the other thing is, like, I think in Ramona's brain, like, if you have joined after, like, 2015, you're, yeah. you're, like, not relevant. You're nobody. Yeah. Um. So what else was happening then? Ramona literally shits her rope. And she, <laughs> like, like, says she's pooping. Yeah, yeah, and she says she's pooping. Because Dorinda made her so nervous. What Good. is with that? <laughs> I mean, we had Dorinda the prior night, and now this with Ramona. I know, at least Dorinda made it to the toilet, though. Yeah. Um, Dorinda's Roseanne pants, we have to mention. Oh, my God. They look like the quilt on the Roseanne couch. Yeah. Which, like, I, that's not an original thought for me, but I'm just no. saying. I think that would have been a better top for her than a bottom. Yeah. Cause it, I kind of liked them. No, I mean, they were, like, an iconic fashion moment, but it's just, like... I felt like lopsided a little bit. I know. It's just like, I love when Luann is forced to compliment them because Dorinda points them out. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to dinner. And I mean, this all like is the main thing about dinner, except for Leah getting kind of pissed off that she was left out of the group text. Yeah, I would be too. I mean, like, have you ever found out that you're not in a group text? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. I mean, like, I will say, in our circulation of friends, you're the most consistent person in all my group texts. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's... That, like, that kind of relates to the statement I made earlier in terms of like Ramona not acknowledging people who joined after 2015. Right. Like even though she is somewhat getting along with Leah, she doesn't want to like cement Leah into the show. She doesn't want to put her in the show group text. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'd be funny if like Bethany was still in that text and Tinsley. <laughs> yeah. But that's only like that snub is only strengthening the Dorinda Leah bond. I know. It's and funny because, like, the women are kind of going after Ramona a little bit. But, like, Ramona's the one who's more right here. Yeah. They're both wrong. Mm-hmm. But Ramona's more right. But then Ramona had, like, the bad moment at dinner where she was being an asshole to the waitstaff again. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that, like, Dorinda was asking questions of Leah that it was like, we've all already been through all of that like we already know this she's like what's your company called again yeah and but as they were bonding at the dinner table i just thought that was funny sure sure well i think that's kind of like dorinda's bad attempt at like diffusing her own situation mm -hmm. by just trying to like drum up a different conversation totally yeah so we go back to new york mm -hmm. so luann has to get back in the middle of the night to prepare for her new show. And then the rest of the ladies leave. Luann back in New York is <laughs> like rehearsing. 
Mm-hmm. And then Sonya's supposed to be there to rehearse with her. But it's the day of the Sonya Century 21 event. Who do you think is wrong here? Uh, well, I don't know. It's hard to tell what the truth is in terms of like, was Sonya actually told to come to this? Mm-hmm. But whether or not, I like, I don't know that information. But that being the case, I don't really think Sonya needs to be there. Because <laughs> like, like, the humor of Sonya is her just rambling. Mm-hmm. I think she would be less funny the more rehearsed she is. I know, it's spontaneity with Sonya. Yeah. Just like yes and Lou, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you could learn from her. Yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And especially if she does have this event, like she's not going to do both things. She's got to like lay in her bed for a while. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wonder like what is Lou's game plan now that this show is on hold for so long as like a live performer. Has she been doing like, you know how drag has gone digital? Has yeah. she been doing like Lou digital <laughs> or like, should she do Lou drive-in? Oh my God. She should do Lou drive-in. Cause a lot of the, um, a lot of the drag queens have been doing uh drive-in drag. Oh my God. We should like reach out to her. Okay. Suggest the drive-in show. And I feel like if she could partner up with some of these people who are doing, like, she should go with Voss events or whatever. Mm, yeah. I do think, like, she would benefit. Like, she's done the whole jazz cabaret Broadway thing. I think she's also probably burned a lot of bridges in doing that. Mm. Like, go burn a few drag queen bridges. I think she has burned a few drag queen bridges already from what I yeah. put online. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Is there a bridge left standing? <laughs> I mean, there's a bridge to come through, Queen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, we get more of Leah and Bunny, which every time like we get a Sarah McSweeney or like any of the McSweeney's just goes to show like how much this show is going to be built around Leah next year. Oh, 1000%. She's started posting pictures of her hot brother too. Oh yeah. 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 He needs to come through, but he's not on IG though. So I wonder like how shy is he? But like we can get him on, we can get him on screen for a couple of moments. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this or if you follow her, but Dorinda's daughter, Hannah has been much more active on Instagram recently. After like a long hiatus. I think, um, she gets shadow banned on my feed. I do follow her, but like, I don't interact with her enough. Me, me and her, right? <laughs> you truly sometimes like your tweets never come up for me. Sure. What did you like my crab Benedict or no? No, I on Instagram. I might have. Oh my god! Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I spend most of my time scrolling TikTok anyway, so like. Sure. Yeah. Don't feel bad. I know. I do have to make my grand return to TikTok one day. Oh my God, Dan, it's been months. I know, but I'm gearing up for the right like, moment. So many stars were made since <laughs> you, like, I'm not even kidding. So many stars were made since you tried and you just have to do more than one. You can't just do one and think you're going to blow up. I know. I know. The crab cakes I did make, I think are very TikTok friendly. 
in terms of like ease. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll go that route. Okay. Uh, so bunny. Yeah. Um, I feel like bunny was speaking off the cut off the cuff mm-hmm. to Sarah McSweeney about her relationship with Leah. And like, I, she does love them. Yeah. And it sounded like what she was saying is she's like, she's a little more honest than I think most parents. Right. Sure. And she was saying like, I might not like you one day, but yeah. I'll always love you. Yeah. Which is the important thing. Yeah, it's just like what her and Leah were eating. It seemed to be some rice cakes with steamed <laughs> broccoli. Did oh, you see that? <laughs> my God. Okay. It, it looked like Bunny had six rice cakes <laughs> stacked on top of each other. Like, I I know that rice cakes are like a thing for like people trying to be healthy or something. But like, I, how do we like tumble into six of them is what i don't understand they're good i will say i do like a rice cake i would never like buy them i don't think or maybe i have <laughs> so in the past but you find them on the street <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like if i'm at like if i'm like at my mom's house not that she buys them but if i'm at like someone's house oh yeah i'll have a rice cake people are offering you rice cakes as a treat maybe put some peanut butter on it call it a huh. day Wow, wow. Or rub some steamed broccoli on. <laughs> that was the weird part. It's like, those two don't go together. Yeah. No, to me, like, broccoli is a dish best served roasted. Yeah. Like, I need a good char on it, I think. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anything else before we get to Century 21? No. Okay. This almost felt like a finale party to me. I thought so, too. I thought we're, like, wrapping things up. <laughs> Same. Are we not? What, what do we still have to do? Is what I, I don't know. Understand. What do we have to do? Are we, are we doing, like, another Luan premiere event? I guess we're doing... We must be doing Fuck, Mary Kill. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. Because if we're, like, seeing her rehearse it... I would imagine we're going to go watch her do it. But I feel like we've, we've done that enough. I know. It's all she gives. Yeah. But no, but you have, to, you have to give Lou credit. She's had like a good season this year. Yeah. But everyone, everyone online is like, I can't believe I'm like standing Luann this season. Yeah. She's like the right level. And it's so strange because like, the way we were teased into her season was like her grabbing the drink and and like drinking the vodka soda or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's been like fairly level-headed with the exception of the Berkshires. Yeah, that's the only time she really went down the wrong way. Yeah. I think she probably like, in the Berkshires, she probably was like, oh, I had a bad night. I need to reel it in. Because sure. like she knew all eyes on her and she's a little more self-conscious because she's gotten in trouble for it, you mm-hmm. know? And Dorinda, until Dorinda gets in trouble, she's going to be, like, flying by the seat of her pants. But, like, I I still don't... And this, this is why I, I'm, like, dying for the reunion. Because, like, Dorinda does not seem to think anything went wrong this season. Like, has Dorinda heard of the court of public opinion? Judge uh, Brendan and Dan. I mean, her comments are, like, flooded with people telling her she's being terrible. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. How does she not take that in? 
I guess she must have like some weird social media person who's like protecting her. Do you think? I don't, I almost like there was a time where she seemed to have, like, and I, we, we reported on this, like who her social media person was. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she's taken it back into her own hands. Yeah. Like, I don't see a professional spin on her social right now. Do you think it's that like weird guy who's in her Berkshire's house all the time? <laughs> He's like freelancing, helping her with her social. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What's even happening next week on New York? Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's get to the best city. (laughs) They're truly bringing us gifts upon gifts upon gifts. Every scene. Yeah. Every. No, we don't say gifs. We still say gifs. I know, but the way you said gifs also sounded like gifs a little bit. Oh, I meant gifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But every scene is, like, chock full with so much detail of, like, so much interesting stuff. Even down yeah. to the Samuels wine glasses. Oh, God. Well, we, we, we are familiar with those wine glasses from prior seasons, but, like, they have not taken the note. These weird sideways wine glasses that I don't, I don't even understand how they drink out of them. Well, I was, like, keeping my eye on her mouth and the glass. And it seems as though she's drinking them from the high end of the slant, which seems weird. And she has to take more of a sip when she does that, because it has to get over, like, the lip. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. Yeah. I love Giselle and Grace clearing out the dance class. (laughs) And then, like, Grace was, like, so confused when people started coming back after the break. Yeah, she's like, I thought this was a scene we're filming. (laughs) And then there was like the inter- there was like the weird part when Giselle went to go get water. Then the dance instructor decided to give Grace a little private lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gay, I though, do... right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I do love Giselle's kids having a bigger role. They might be my favorite kids, huh? Of all franchises. But also, like, I'm having so much fun with all of the kids. Like, Robin's kids, Wendy's kids. Oh, my God. Yeah, true. Uh, you're right. I, all, the, kids, the kids in Potomac are all right, you know? <laughs> they are all right. I mean, the, the thing with Monique is, like, hers are a little too young for me to get that attached to. Mm-hmm. Though I enjoyed running. I enjoyed first person who gets to bed gets a special surprise. <laughs> like, did we even get a surprise? I don't know. So. And one of them was at a disadvantage because their bed was further away. Sure. I was surprised that those two kids slept in that same room together. Right. Because, like, boy, girl. That, Different decorations. It was like that, one side was a castle. That and, like, this is a big home. I know. But I, I think it, like, it adds normalcy. Mm. Yeah. I'm like when I was growing up, two of my sisters slept in the same room. And I think we had more than I think we could have made another room into like a bedroom. Okay. But I got my own room and I was the youngest. Sure. But you were the only boy. Well, yeah, but I had my own room and I had a bathroom en suite. That was when we were rich. We were rich when I was very young. Then we became not so rich. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, The Grand Dame. Who does not want to be called the Grand Dame? This little, like, this little scene where what's-his-name comes over. Matt. Matt comes over. A photographer comes over. Then this, like, 
over the hill twink who's like making a living acting in the Good. Potomac area. Yeah. Comes over. Did you feel sexual tension between him and Matt? Um, a little bit. I gotta say, I tweeted about this last night. I don't know if it was shadow banned from your feed. It was or shadow not. banned. I am ready to stand Matt. Like I, I've been worn down. You're sick. It's just like he's been a, he's been in my life long enough that like I can't imagine him not in my life. He he's basically. Do you remember Stalker Sarah from yeah. like yeah like yeah, the yeah. 2010s internet days? Yeah, he's basically the Stalker Sarah of Bravo. I know he has a picture with each and every one of them. Yeah, Stalker Sarah. For those of you who don't know, was this was this girl who would post photos of like all of these celebrities that she would show up outside of events and she'd like take photos of celebrities and post them to her like blog spot. But she also had like a flicker. And now I looked her up recently. Now her dad is a paparazzi. And I think that's a new development. Wow. She's iconic for her harsh bang and a heavy eyeliner. I want to say I'm not like a makeup pro. No, it's like, she also wore those glasses that, um, become sunglasses were transition yeah, transition yeah, yeah. glasses so it was like a lot of photos were like mid transition glasses yes yes yes, yes yes oh my god <laughs> how are those legal <laughs> i don't know like pick a lane pick a lane or get one of those i like the look of like if you have a certain shape of glass oh, the and you snap can get up? the clip on thing yeah, yeah and yeah. then you can flip it up that is a cool look if you if you're a particular type of person who can pull it off actually i feel like you can do that oh thank you yeah thanks <laughs> okay we have um in the park we have carter versus carter okay so this is just another name we have to add to the lexicon of like our cruises are <laughs> like what are other multiples in the housewives world jagger jaggers yeah there's a bunch of them yeah a lot of them are between like dallas and beverly hills but now we've got them in one city yeah sure but we have I cruise and carter scene. what we have cruise and carter here That's in true. potomac i loved the scene because robin brought those little weird Jose Cuervo, like yeah. onesie things that are like red. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plus Gatorade for the kids. It was, I mean, they could have gotten confused because it was sure. red Gatorade. I know. I mean, I do want to applaud Robin's older kids for hanging out with Wendy's younger kids mm -hmm. and like making it work. Okay. Um, Ashley and Candace, I think like, it's not a true makeup. It's like, let's keep the season going makeup. Oh, yeah. You I know? mean, they were, they were like about to get into like a screaming fight if the baby wasn't there. Yeah. Dean saved the day. Dean Michael. Yeah. I will say Dean Michael is getting very cute. <laughs> yeah. We have no choice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Robin was truly the heart of the franchise and the heart of Bravo this episode. <laughs> between her between her line of like i didn't know they did a housewarming when they rent the house was pretty fun <laughs> and then showing up later in her like beautiful gown holding three boxes of pizza eating a piece of pizza as she's entering showing up when that, she wants i will say to do 
a bit based on something that happened two seasons ago. Yeah. That is a masterclass. Sure. And I think all housewives should take note. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one other thing that happened before the party that I wanted to touch on was Giselle and Cal who like Cal has never really like stuck in my brain much until now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her friend talking about Jamal and the kids. I thought that was a really lovely scene. Yeah, definitely. Um, And like, you could tell when Cal walked in that Giselle's kids like really love him. Yeah. Her wearing that like wig though, that he eventually fixed was funny during that like sentimental scene. Yeah. I am like the most curious to catch up with Giselle in present day at the reunion. Same. To see like, what is the state of it? Yeah. I also like, she must get a lot of rodents in her bedroom because she's in the basement level. In the teardown? No, but like, I don't mean that like as like, I mean that realistically she lives in the middle of the woods and she's on the basement level. Yeah, yeah. So like she probably there's probably a chipmunk around. Wow. Hopefully hopefully not. Oh my god, I saw I saw the cutest TikTok of this little raccoon walking onto this woman's kayak and she was like holding like like carrots and dip and the little raccoon took his little hands and grabbed the dip from her hands and just walked walked back into the woods. Wow. I could get a raccoon. That would be so cute. That would be pretty on brand for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love like, oh my God, this was, this was Ray's best moment in five years of the show or four years of the show. Five years? Five years. It's our fifth season. Yeah. When, when Giselle says, oh, Ray should have been in the invitation since it's the Huger party. And then Ray was like, where do you think she got the Huger name from? That was pretty Mm. good. And she was like impressed with it. Yeah. I just love like the way that. Giselle and Karen and the Hugers can like banter. Yeah. And just yeah. like like make fun, but like all move on. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think that like agree. Well, yeah, and I think that you see the difference between how they act and then when you bring Candace in. <sighs> yeah. I mean Candace and Giselle. Oof. Well, also like this all stemming from something dr wendy told robin so like dr wendy isn't playing full force yet but she is getting her little moments in sure and it's like her stirring the pot here and then whenever dr wendy's with karen there's always like a weirdness there that i'm like i'm like there's something to watch with dr wendy but i i like the dr wendy versus karen same because it's like pretty light but it's a a story arc. Yeah. And it's also like, it comes from like something in the past, which is always interesting. So like we get to watch it like unfold now that they are like in a friend group together. Okay. Karen stealing Candace's MC who then announces Karen who comes out in the Joanne drag. Well, it's the Beyonce drag, but it is also the Joanne drag is Joanne meets Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Karen is just such a joy. She really is. She's just like, she both takes herself too seriously and not not at all seriously at the same time in a way that is so fun. 
And I have to say, like, th- it is refreshing to see her open up in a way that she has never in five years. Mm-hmm. Like, she's speaking very honestly about her own relationship. I know. She said, Ray's going to be my storyline this year, <laughs> and yeah. he's going to have to deal with it. And if he doesn't like it, he could go to bed, which... Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, so that was a joy to watch. Love Potomac. And, like, we're only a few episodes in. I know. And next next week looks like we're like in it next week because we're at the lake house. Oh, oh my God. Yes. We're at Monique's lake house. And next week is when the Michael rumors start again. And yes, next yes. week we see Dr. Wendy and was it Ashley start to get into it? Well, Dr. Wendy was and it? T'Challa get into it. Well, that, but at the dinner table, who tells, who told Dr. Wendy, this is why you don't have any girlfriends? Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. it was Ashley. It was either Ashley wrong or, from the preview. or Monique. I don't know. Yeah, we'll watch what happens live, you know? Yeah, we'll watch what happens live. It okay, is the best show to watch what happens live. Yeah, I, I do not miss it live. It's strange yeah. how watch what happens live is on hiatus for like weeks right now. <laughs> I know. It's also like how I feel about the view right now amid these conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, like we need your voice. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Brendan, let's wrap this up with the one true queen and the freak of the week. Um, let's do the, the freak of the week first. Yeah, of course. The freak of the week. Alex and I touched on this a little bit last week, I think maybe during the pre-show, but it would be Julie Chen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been wild since the season kicked off between Mm -hmm. hollering at them to like, come outside, put your mask on, stand 10 feet away from me. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. Meanwhile, like she's not rocking a mask. That's the weirdest part because like in theory, she should be the one to be rocking the mask. If she's going home every day and like living among people, she's putting them at risk. Yeah. Yeah. The Um, thing, the reason she's a freak though, is there was a moment in last one of last week's episode where um, it was the contestant Danny's birthday that day. Yeah. And Julie Chen says, happy birthday, Danny. And then she says something along the lines of, last week, I wanted oh, no. to say that last It's time- even weirder. It's even weirder. She says, okay. I'm going to give you a present. And that present is, last week, you looked like the very uh, beautiful actress, Busy Phillips. <laughs> it's just like... I mean, it was so weird. It was strange to like say that, but like the part where it was like, this is my gift to you. (laughs) Yeah. And then the other part is like, okay, so obviously I know who Busy Phillips is, name recognition, whatever. But like this group of people you're talking to, I don't necessarily think that they probably know who she is if they saw her because of like Dawson's Creek, like other stuff. But like they don't necessarily know her by name. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was also strange because, like, Julie said, you looked pretty last week. Exactly. What about right now? (laughs) I know. Anyways, Busy Phillips, someone tweeted about it, and Busy Phillips said, this is weird, shrug emoji. So Busy agrees with us in our pick. Yeah. All right, Brendan, who is our one true queen? Okay, so this one's really, 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 really sad. But, of course, Chi-Chi Devane... Um, from season eight of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars three of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, she passed away um, 
late last week. Um, she was having complications to a chronic illness that she has just like incredibly, incredibly sad because she was such, if you saw her on the show, if you watched her on the show, um, just like such a light yeah. in a way that you don't get with all the contestants, just like a presence and a interesting force. That's like so different and like joyful and just so great. I mean, there's so many things about her. Like, first of all, she does have, I would say a top five lip sync for your life moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you song. Yeah. I mean, that was an iconic lip sync. And then like, she came back for all stars and like, we love to see her. She was like doing well, but I think her presence illuminated like one of the problems with drag race in terms of like, you can have like this charismatic, amazing performer, but like so much of it is based off of the money you're putting into it when Mm -hmm. you come on the show. And like she, and it's also like she had the humility to realize like on the show while she's on the show, like I'm not going to win this, like, which very few Queens have that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like when it comes down to like drag and like what you want to see from a queen. Yeah. Chi Chi Devane was everything you would want to go to a drag show and see like at a bar. Like that, that is what, we go for she made a huge mark i was happy to see at the beginning of um the rupaul's vegas review episode that premiered on friday they paid her tribute which was really nice but yeah, yeah. she's our one true queen forever yeah, and forever always our queen well brendan i think that is it for this week uh as usual you could find me at idk idk you could find brendan at not brendan on twitter Join the Facebook community. The conversation's always going on over there. Just search for mm-hmm. Come Through Queen. Our Instagram has been active as usual, Come Through Queen Podcast. And leave a re- review on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our Patreon journey continues. We are up to the New Jersey series premiere. This one is something for you to go run and watch, I would say. It's so good. It was my first, it was like my first foray into Housewives. So I'm excited about this episode. Yeah. I mean, even if you watched it back in 2009, it's worth checking out again. And I guess that's it. So like, comment, subscribe, harsher, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.